Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 221 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm really tired. Oh, same. Me too. But we're going to make it. And this episode is sponsored by Taryn. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So today we will be discussing part one of chapter eight of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Snape Victorious. So make sure that you have read that chapter and you're ready to grease your way through the details. Oh my God. Hold for applause. But before we begin, we have some cute weekly profit news from Megong. And I called this place Le Crusty. (laughs) <laughs> when I read it in my head <laughs> Le Krusty Krab I don't Le really Krusty know how Krab to say pizza. it I say Le I think I it's Le Crusette I don't know Do you say the T? I never have but maybe you're supposed to I wouldn't know Le um, Well anyway They have a Harry Potter line Of Dutch ovens and mugs and spoon rests and dessert plates and a really beautiful kettle, pot holders, spatulas. So they just came out with like a whole new collection. What is Um, a pie bird? So it's put it in a pie, it sings. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) It's like whatever it is, it makes a noise. It's like a place for steam to come out of the pie while it's cooking, basically. Stop. (laughs) Tiffany, stop. <laughs> that's I'm pretty a thing? sure, like, <clears throat> yes. Yeah. What? Well, that's why when you're making a pie, a lot of times you like, you know, when you like Sometimes see like old timey pies. Like, think of um, like foil funnel. What's that one pie, or what's that one Disney movie where she's like sitting on a pie? Is it Snow White? I mean, it's and, like, like every she's got Disney the little movie. cuts in it. So like those are made so like steam can billow out of right. the inside of the pie. So instead of that, you stick a bird on top and it tweets at you. No, wow! I don't really bake pies. Somebody's gotta. You just baked one last week. This is true. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> but that didn't have like a top on it, really. Yeah, I it suppose. was a crumble top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, the pie bird's twenty five dollars for those of you who are interested. <laughs> I why but do I, really I like these mugs? We have one of these at my house, and I not obviously a Harry Potter one. Um, and it's my like one of my favorite 
things to cook with. It's a good for uh, me. Like I've made pot roast in it. I made a million soups in it. Um, I just have to be very careful with it because my dad will get mad if I break it. But yeah, really good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the mugs are already out of stock. I haven't even seen the mugs. I like the three broomsticks one. Oh, I see. You would like the Weasley Wizard Weezes one, Katie. I feel like I do. The Dutch oven is 300 smackerels. Yeah, these Good. they aren't cheap. Hot diggity That's why we dog. only have, I think, one, maybe two things from here. Because my father is cheap. <laughs> Casserole dish, 140. It's uh, by Lord V, so be careful. It might poison you. It's really Does cool. he poison people? I don't know. He probably does. Draco With does. his word. That kettle's really cute. I just purchased yeah. a kettle today. Oh. How about that? They used to have a um, a Star Wars line as well. Hmm. They have a cute Christmas line. That's dangerous. So yeah, that is uh, that's the weekly profit. So make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends, because if you like us, they will too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Swish Flickcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to exclusive Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, Swish swag boxes, and more. Thank you all so much for your support. If you would like to send us your Potter story or any questions or concerns, you can do so to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Cool. E.T.'s chat. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Catherine. What's, what's so funny? We've been waiting for you. Oh, you Megan's finished. face was pretty funny. Nuh-uh. We waited so long. <laughs> I had to take care of a kitty problem, but it's all good now. Okay. Well, this this recap is for Sasa. Re recap. Re recap. <laughs> Re recap. Little Sasa. <laughs> you sleeping yet? <laughs> Almost, man. <laughs> All right. So last time we had a special guest. We talked to the author of the Dumbledore book. I hope I don't mess up his name. I know it's Irvin. Is it Kateman? Kateman. Thank Kate you. Yes. And we talked about it, but you said it. I didn't. But Irvin's it's awesome, fine. and he wrote. <laughs> Dumbledore, The Life and Lies of Hogwarts Renowned Headmaster, an unofficial exploration. And we had a really good time. So you should go check that out. Yes. He is like maybe more into Dumbledore than Tiffany. Maybe. Maybe. Tiffany's like, I'm not ready to say that, but maybe. But I'm also not ready to write a book. (laughs) Listen, who has the time these days? You know? Yeah, that's the truth. I'm over here trying to get him to write other books. Like, come on. Let's go. I wrote this summary this morning, and I was like, God, that's a lot of words. Does it feel like a um, long time ago? 
No. Oh, yes, yeah. it actually does. But I just felt like I wrote it and then I forgot my section. So I had to like add more. Not that it's that long, but <laughs> amazing. It's been it's been a long week. All right. Yeah. So Harry's been left on the train. I almost said to die, which is not the case. He Ooh. just, you know, has a broken nose. I don't know why that popped into my head. To die. But the dude can't move. He can't talk. He can't do anything. Um, and he thinks like all is lost because the train like starts up again. Like it's gonna be leaving. Um, but luckily he's found by Tonks. They literally jump off the train. She fixes its nose. She says a Patronus. It was meant for Hagrid, but of course Snape is the one that gets it. And you know, Snape says Snape like things to Tonks about said <laughs> Patronus because he's, you know, Richard. Oh, uh, Richard. Snape um then takes points away from Harry. Who finally gets to the feast after missing the sorting and all that. Um, but he'll friends fill his friends in later on after like all this after about what happened. And he doesn't even get to eat, which yeah. I find rude. That there's a lot upset. of um I feel like there's a lot of feasts that he doesn't get to eat at. Yeah. yeah. Like saving the He's probably hungry. Well, but he was he was at probably. like the Weasleys, he, yes. so like at least so he's at least his eating. last good meal was a Mrs. Weasley meal, and right. not Petunia giving him scraps. Correct, correct, and not the dog scraps, but like table scraps. In my what? head, I'm, I just watched that one movie where the dog's name is Scraps. I don't know what that is. Corpse Bride. You don't like that movie? I don't what? like that movie. No, I don't care for that. Movie. <laughs> You're right. His dog's his name. I love how Sarah is just like you don't like it. And she's right. <laughs> she knows me. I know you. All right. I have some beef with this first part of this chapter. So let's just go. Okay. okay. So Harry can't move a muscle because of the full body bind that Malfoy put on him before he stomped on his face. Don't forget that, please. That was a mess. He also tread on his fingers as he walked out. So Harry's <laughs> laying beneath his invisibility cloak. The cloak of invisibility, the hollow. Okay. And he can feel the blood from his nose flowing over his face. And he's listening to the voices of the people who are in the corridor and everybody's leaving there at Hogsmeade station. So everybody's getting off the train. And his first thought was that someone would for sure check the compartments of the train before departing again. Right. Wrong. You would think that would be the case, though. <laughs> but if Tonks wasn't there, he would have been full on wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. So then another realization comes over him that even if someone did check the compartment that he was in, they couldn't see or hear him because of the cloak and because of the body bind. And so his best chances at getting out of here were somebody to walk in and step on him. Right? <laughs> More stepping on this person. (laughs) My only hope is to be stepped on. Correct. This is a, it's a sad situation. And Harry in his mind had never hated Malfoy more than he does right now. And he felt like an absurd turtle on its back. Similar to an awkward turtle. Quote, blood dripping sickeningly into his open mouth. What a stupid situation to have landed himself in. And now the last few footsteps were dying away. Everyone was shuffling along the dark platform outside. He could hear the scrapes of trunks and the loud babble of talk. That's like, you ever get like so nervous? That's how I imagine how he feels like where your stomach just like drops. 
Yeah. That's how I imagine how he feels. And he's thinking that Ron and Hermione must have thought that he left the train without them because he didn't come back. And maybe they're wondering where he was only when they're, you know, sitting at the Gryffindor table in the Great Hall. And by that time, he'd be halfway back to London. <laughs> I don't think so, I mean, though. but like, even if he got back to London, it's not like he wouldn't be able to get back to Hogwarts. He's Harry Potter. Yeah. There's but no rules for him. But let's listen to this exaggeration that he, he has. By the time that they're sitting in the Great Hall, Harry thinks that he would be halfway back to London. So he's either freaking out, exaggerating his mind, or just giving a large number. Because I looked up how long it would maybe be from Hogwarts to um, London. And it says this person on good old Cora says, oh, and this, this person is Claire Jordan, an editor of the Harry Potter lexicon. And cool. and Claire says it takes around nine hours. We know that the train leaves London around 11 a.m. And we know Hogwarts is in Scotland. They passed Peebles near Edinburgh en route. And the author has confirmed that Hogwarts is in the Highlands. So we know that the train reaches Hogwarts at or just before full darkness because in Chamber of Secrets, Harry and Ron can see stars as they approach the castle during or just before the Sorting Feast. Sunset in the Highlands on the 1st of September is at about 8.15 p.m. And a full darkness is at 9. But the fact that there are mountains around Hogwarts may take the local sunset a little earlier. So we are looking at, say, nine hours from King's Cross to Hogwarts Station. And then a further 20 to 30 minutes to get the students to the castle. Making it 8.30 p.m. when Harry and Ron see stars as they approach the castle surrounded by mountains. So it wouldn't be you know, four and a half hours before they sat down to the feast. So I just wanted to point that out. I channeled my inner Sasa. I thank you for that. <laughs> um, I think that for sure he's panicking and like, that's what like panic and anxiety does to you. It's like, makes you think like, this is what's going to happen and I'm going to be gone. And like, they're not even going to think about me until they're, they're in the middle of eating dessert. Like, yeah. And then realistically, like none of that's true. Right, they're probably right now being like, oh my god, where's Harry, where's Harry? You know? Yes. Because they're good friends. And so yeah, I think he's obviously exaggerating. And he's laying there, tries to make a grunt sound, but it's impossible. And then he remembers that nonverbal spells are a thing, and Dumbledore can do them. And so he tries to summon his wand by saying Akio wand in his head over and over again, but nothing happens. Foreshadowing! It's a good thought, though. I mean, like... It could work in time. Yeah, good try. Yeah. Yeah. But how's so, he going to grab it? It's just going to like smack him in the face or something. What if oh it just God. kept hitting him? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, gosh. So this is the year that they learn nonverbal. And so if you didn't know, a nonverbal spell is performed without speaking the incantation. <laughs> and I just thought that everybody needed to know that. Okay. Thank you. So it's taught in the sixth year during defense against the dark arts, charms and transfiguration. So this is like, I feel like nonverbal spells are such like a huge deal in um, their curriculum, if you will, that these three 
courses um, really hit it hard this year. So I enjoyed that they were working together, you know, preparing for new wand waving. Hmm. Are there yeah. any silly incantations in those classes? Not verbal ones. <laughs> the class r- class is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Class is ridiculous. Oh my god. Oh Malfoy. And so Harry is thinking that he can hear the rustling of the trees that surround the lake. But like this layout doesn't make sense in my head. If he's at the train station, how can he hear the lake? Is it that close? Maybe he's just like convincing. Maybe the himself. lake's that big. Is he just like s- freaking Spiraling? out? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because that's what so, I would do. Yeah, I would. I would panic as well. Um, I'm gonna look up a map. That like yeah, map, uh, please. That she drew. Because I know that they have to be close to like docks of some kind for the boats, mm-hmm. but they also have to be close to like the carriages. I don't know what this. And the station like. is in Hogsmeade. Right. So I know that the author like drew a rough sketch and I know that that's somewhere on the internet, but like that just, I just thought that that was interesting. Um, he also thought he could hear the far off hoot of an owl, but alas, earwax, there's Mm -hmm. no hint of anyone searching for him. He was hoping for panicked voices, wondering where Harry Potter was. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he kind of despised himself a little bit for just thinking that. Because, you know, being the chosen one and all, you'd think people would want to know where you were. But where's Harry? In his yeah. bags. <laughs> <laughs> In his bags. <laughs> I thought I saw his carry-on. <laughs> Did he take a personal item? <laughs> You know what they say, you should never accept a stranger's um, luggage, and you should never leave your luggage unattended. So, Harry, you did something wrong. (laughs) Quote, a feeling of hopelessness spread through him as he imagined the convoy of Thestral-drawn carriages trundling up to the school and the muffled yells of laughter issuing from whichever carriage Malfoy was riding in where he could be recounting his attack on Harry to Crab, Goyle, Zabini, and Pansy Parkinson. Is he a seer? Because that happens in the Great Hall in a couple of minutes, so I'm just going to say yes. <laughs> Everybody agree. Isn't that yes. always sure. the answer? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. I was waiting for you. So, <laughs> I never pictured this setup how the author drew it, which is really interesting. Can you interesting. put it in Discord for us? Yes, absolutely. Okay. But I will explain verbally for those who are not here with us live. So Hogsmeade is like behind Hogwarts. And then there's a road that goes all the way around the Quidditch pitch, around the lake to the station. And the station is, like, south of Hogwarts. So it's interesting to me that it's called Hogsmeade Station when it is literally nowhere near Hogsmeade. It is next to the lake on the other side of Hogwarts from Hogsmeade. I don't understand. (laughs) Interesting. That is weird. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Are you okay? It's that jarring. (laughs) I'm so shocked that I didn't know how to swallow my saliva. Uh, Brandon would like you to please explain non-verbally. 
I did in Discord by sending the picture. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, anyway, that's a weird setup. I never, um, I never pictured it that way. I pictured the station like in Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade. Yeah, yeah. It's called Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade Kind of like how at the Wizarding World in Orlando, the station is right outside. Hogsmeade. Yeah. (laughs) There's also no lake, though. (laughs) There is kind of behind. I mean, it's like the lagoon where the Velocicoaster is. (laughs) That's the Black Lake. (laughs) Never know. I wonder if at the Wizarding World in Japan they have a Black Lake. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Let's go. You know Mm -hmm. what? I wonder if anybody's ever taken her drawing and like made it like gorgeous you know what i mean like do it up themselves i like that i I would like that on my wall that'd be cool yeah it would be cool except maybe except put put hogsmeade yeah Yeah, but like just just be like (laughs) no mine's canon this is gonna be here (laughs) so i guess maybe he did hear the rustle of the trees out that are by the lake yeah we'll go with it harry we'll go with it I don't know. But I'm just saying, based on that map, that is a long walk. Mm-hmm. If he had to walk around oh, the sure. lake. For sure. He talks about how he, like, it is such a long walk. Yeah. I don't know. There's nothing like a stroll in the moonlight, you know? So the train lurches forward, causing Harry to roll over onto his side. And now instead of staring at the ceiling, he's staring at the dusty underside of the seats. The express is leaving. No one knows that he's still on it. And then as he thinks that thinks that his cloak flies off and he hears a voice say, watch your Harry. And if you don't know what that means, it's a friendly greeting. <laughs> Watcher. Okay. Watcher. How? I think, well, go ahead, Sarah. Help me. I know well, it's so, not perfect. I think it's no. Tonks this is, is my horror. thinking of why she finds or how she finds Harry. I so she's an aura, this. right? Sure. So she's able to use her brain and do some critical thinking, mm-hmm. and she says that she's like, "Well, she goes, you, you." I think she knew he got on the train and mm-hmm. knew he didn't get off the train. So something must have happened. She also. She even says, she goes, I went in. She goes, there was one compartment that had the the thingy down. And I think she knows that he has an invisibility cloak. Is she just cloak. grabbing Me? air? Is she grabbing air and yeah, then finally gets I the cloak? I think so. That may, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> but, like, she's not she's But not, she's a smart she's lady. She's not stupid. Yeah, yeah she's, I know yes. she's smart. And she's also essentially a police officer, and they yeah. have to go into a situation and use their critical thinking to deduce, oh, this is what's different. Like, this compartment has its shutters down or blinds down or whatever the heck they're called. I don't remember. And, like, I know that Harry has an invisibility cloak, and if something happened, that person could have just tossed the cloak on him. That and would be two smart. Plus they three probably immobilized squares. him. <laughs> just saying it's probably i mean amazing. i think that That's the explanation fair, but i her, also don't like it of her being just a good or a talented witch yeah, yeah. she's talented she's quality even though she's not 
at her best right now. She's still talented. Maybe she was I using am... her wand like a leaf blower and was just like, and the cloak blew off. That shouldn't be able to work. It had to have been her hands. I'm just glad it wasn't like some magical eyeball, you know? Well, did you see what <laughs> someone said? They think that maybe Death because thine own eye. No, that Moody <laughs> and Dumbledore have known each other for a long time, that he helped him make that magical eyeball. And because it was made with another hollow, a.k.a. the death stick, I can't remember what it's called. The Elder the One. Elder one. <laughs> yep. You did yep. get its nickname, though. <laughs> <laughs> Who says the, the death stick one. anymore? <laughs> because it was made with the Elder One, it imbued something like, hey, mm, I can see hollows. I can, oh. I can see you hollow. You know what I mean. Hollows. I can oh, see listen. hollows now. Listen, that's the, the only. That's the only thing that I would say okay to because everything else irritates me. Well, but, but I'll that let makes it go. Sense, though it does make sense. I'll let, let it, it happen. Let it go. <sighs> okay, compose yourself. And are you talking to yourself? On. Yes. Quote. <laughs> There was a flash of red light and Harry's body unfroze. He was able to push himself into a more dignified sitting position. Hastily wiped the blood off his bruised face with the back of his hand and raised his head to look up at Tonks, who was holding the invisibility cloak she had just pulled away. And Tonks just tells him that they need to get off the train. So let's go. Jump. Tuck and roll, baby. (laughs) I got off the train. Is that supposed to be something else? It's not. It's not. The I know. Line. I, I know. I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so she hurries off into the corridor, and Harry follows her. And she just opens one of the train doors and jumps down onto the platform. So again, Harry follows her, and he wobbles slightly, but doesn't fall over. So bravo to him. Because so I would have fallen over. Because weebles wobble, but they don't <laughs> fall down. <laughs> um, and he says that the cool night air was soothing on his nose because it was throbbing, clearly broken. Um, and he was angry and embarrassed that he was found th- that way. I think that I think it's just like that like embarrassed feeling whenever you get caught like, I think that it's leftover embarrassment from the whole fact that, like, Malfoy caught him more so than being found by Tonks. I think he's more upset about being found out by Malfoy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a sting yeah. on top of a sting. Right. Um, so Tonks hands him back the cloak and he she just asks, who did it? And he says Draco Malfoy and he sounds bitter about it. Obviously, for good reason. Um. And Harry's looking, like, just taking Tonks in right now and describes her as mousy-haired and miserable-looking, just like at the burrow. Like, she hadn't, like, she doesn't feel any better from the last time he saw her at the burrow. Um, So Tonks tells him that she can fix his nose, he just has to stand still, and she uses a pisky, and it causes his nose to feel very hot and then very cold. Like But it seemed mended. Yeah, like icy hot. Also, he, I like how in the book, like, it doesn't hurt him to get his nose fixed. So, like, in the film, if we remember, Luna does this. Luna's the one that finds him. And it also, it, like, seems to hurt him whenever she mends his nose. 
you can like hear it in the film it goes like it's like a, like it's like a pop snapping back together yeah yeah Ooh. um i don't know in my mind it would make sense for it to hurt but that's just me i know but like it's magic it shouldn't hurt <laughs> yeah, it depends on your skill like real time life yeah it should hurt but what is the point of having magic if it's still gonna hurt <laughs> that's life baby what did you expect pumpkin juice yeah pumpkin yeah, I did juice. <laughs> I just wonder if like him not wanting her to do it is um, him flashing back to Lockhart and then yeah. having to regrow his bones yes, I, like, I wonder if he'd be like afraid to turn into like Squidward you know yeah but then he was but then I think that he realized that like she was much more trustworthy with her with her magical abilities than Lockhart. But I went on the Wikia and looked up a Pisky just in case there was anything anything fun in here. Does it um, heal noses? And it's just known as a healing charm. That can heal relatively minor injuries such as broken noses, broken toes, split lips. And it creates sudden temperature changes in the body parts being healed. Um, known uses are, I think that it's used a lot in that Harry Potter game. But Tonks obviously just the used it. One? And then Harry uses it. When is this? Oh, when they're in class. Uh, in the Felix Felis Felicis. Oh my god. How do you say it? Felicis? Felix Felicis? Felix Felicis? Felix Felicis. Felix Delicious. <laughs> he uses it to fix Demesa Robin's broken lip. He probably had not learned it in class, but assumed Demesa. that if it could heal... That's what it says. If it could heal broken noses, it could heal split lips. So it's like it the works. brawl fix all. Not Demelza? Yeah. It looks like an I. Oh, it is an L. I'm sorry, Demelza. Yeah, you're right. I was like, who's this character? <laughs> sorry, <laughs> my I like made the L look like an I, and I was like, that's a weird name, but I'm going with it. It's fine. Demelza. Um, <laughs> and the etymology of it, it, it comes from Greece, from Greek language, episkevi, which means repair. Oh, oh, well, there you go. So that is cool. straightforward with it that time there, author. Um, Tonks suggests at this point that Harry put the invisibility cloak back on so that they could walk up to the castle. I'm not really like fully, I don't fully understand like why. Yeah. Why? Because like he's walking he's into blood. Hogwarts. I guess maybe it's more so for walking that. Through so. the station. Yeah, no. that's true. That's well, true. I was just like, it seems kind of weird. I mean, like she's an aura. Why does he have to like hide? You know, I have a question. Yeah. Do you think that the invisibility cloak um, has blood on it or no? I say no. I feel I like say no too. I feel like nothing would get on it. It's impervious. Yeah, it's impervious. Water yeah, I don't right. like that answer. No. But also, you never hear about him washing it. How do you wash a hollow? <laughs> Very carefully. Go to go back Dry to clean the river only. and be like, death. Can you get your washboard? It. <laughs> it's rubbing. But like, I, I don't know. Cause I was thinking about this is clearly, this is like the whole teacup thing all over again. I was thinking in my head because he's lying on the ground. His nose is broken and like, you know, gravity is the thing, including in the magical world. So like blood's probably dripping down his face 
and like on the carpet and then it's seeping into like the carpet in the compartment right and this is how my brain works so like would you see that or like underneath the invisibility cloak that's covering it because it's invisible but like you see yeah you know what i mean is that how she knew you're blending in on on the floor Mm. i love this but also like if you throw it does that make the floor invisible I don't know. No, because no. you'd s- no, because then you would like see the ground, right? But does it cover? But then would you see all the way to the core of the earth? Oh my and god! That would be in the- yeah. I would think that it would <laughs> just like it would earth. just show like the next solid surface, so you would see the ground, and I would think that you would see it exactly how it is. So like I think yeah, you would see the blood. Yeah, which could oh. tell us, but that's not perfect. Why still. Tonks saw him? But oh. also, she's not dumb and deduced. Yes. Wow, this one compartment has the shades down. Like that's suspicious. Yeah. Let me open you up. Don't be little else. And they'd be like, "Hmm, there's blood." I don't know. If yeah. you like sudsed up an invisibility cloak, would there be soap? Like if you rubbed it together, or no? Would the soap be invisible? I don't know. If you like dawn dish soaped it, why would you dawn dish soap it? Because it gets uh, everything out. It's not a dish. Works great on oil. A duck isn't a dish, but they use it on them. (laughs) All right, (laughs) touche. That's a lie. Some people do eat duck, so it is a dish. (laughs) Oh, gosh. You're going to look up duck jokes now? It's clone of the ducks. That's quantastic. (laughs) Oh, boy. I don't know All where right. we're at. <laughs> so Harry puts the cloak on after Tonk suggests it, and then she casts a Patronus, and it is an immense silvery four-legged creature, aka a werewolf, aka Remus Lupin, aka in wolf form. Is it a werewolf or is it a just a wolf? It's, a, it's werewolf. a werewolf. It's it's Remus. Apparently, I say wolf wrong. You do. You do. Wolf. You say it. You, you say it a little wolf. southern. You say wolf. Wolf. It's, it's a wolf. You, you call it a wolf. It's a wolf. A wolf. <laughs> I I really pronounce the L, so I call it a wolf. You wolf. you you very slightly I have to try pronounce the L. Really hard to say it like you wolf. <laughs> okay. It's a wolf. It's a wolf. It's a small wolf. <laughs> So it matches Remus's Patronus. It changes to Which matches. I thought his is just a wolf. Yeah, the wolf. internet says hers is just a wolf, not a werewolf. I thought it was a and it says Remus Lupin's is just a wolf. Well, that's sad. Because, like, I really the, oh, to me, like, Megan. a werewolf and a <laughs> wolf kidding. are two different things. They are, but I literally thought it was a werewolf. I thought it was Remus. <laughs> I mean, I... I I thought they both were wolves. I thought it was Remus running on all fours in human form. <laughs> like the TikTok. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. That makes me sad. I feel like Good I've section, been wrong. Megan. So it's a wolf. <laughs> but it's Remus's Patronus is what Yes, well, I mean, that, yes, it is not insignificant, especially because hers changed. Yeah, it, it like, was a jackrabbit. Wolf. Is it like his poly, not polyjuice? Is it his wolf spain potion? Yeah, I like that. That's what it more is. wolfy. Yeah, as way to, to justify it. That's my head cannon. It's Remus transformed on wolf spain, so he's oh, not right. actually a werewolf. He's just like a wolf. You're, he's still a werewolf. 
No, because no, he's not because he takes wolf stain. What's when he's in a werewolf? That's not a. That's not a. That's... What? What? He's just a werewolf. Like he's not full wolf. Like he might not have like the when werewolf he trans- if he doesn't take. He's just he's just tamed, but he's still yeah. a werewolf, right? Yes, yeah, so werewolf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It yeah. it does help them keep their mind, but like just if they don't have their mind, doesn't make them a wolf. They're still a werewolf. But like as a werewolf, what truly like like the werewolf takes over your mind. That's how you are a werewolf. Without yes, that, you're still a werewolf. But he's like sleeping werewolf. What I'm saying is like he's right? not a wolf. He's a werewolf. There's a difference between a werewolf and a wolf. Wolf. I know, but I feel like the difference between the two is like the mental capacity of like keeping yourself in there what i'm saying is people cannot be wolves i mean people can be werewolves people can't, can't be, be dogs wolves. either but sirius turns into a dog <laughs> so. but that's a different thing he's an animagus so like people could be animagusi animagi whatever magi but, like that's different than like <laughs> me just being a dog <laughs> It and like it'd be here, different if like his hold on. would be different if like someone was becoming a wolf because I'm it just, says that's what their animagus is. I'm correct. <laughs> because it says here I don't believe it. It literally says on the wiki, it renders the dangerous beast into an ordinary sleepy wolf. Yeah, that's right. Period. Correct. Not oh, werewolf. I, thought it was I don't a sleepy believe it. werewolf. It's on the wiki. I'm not just like pulling this out of my butthole. No, that's great. Lupin. I don't have to believe it. Lupin says you don't it have to believe the wiki, which is canon. Is it? Is it? it talks about the video game. It literally <laughs> it literally pulled from writing by the author Remus Lupin on WizardingWorld.com. It turns no. you into an ordinary sleepy. Wolf. I had me questioning all my things. I know. I was like, uh, I've done so much research <sighs> on Remus Lupin. He turns into a normal freaking yeah. wolf if you take Wolf's Bane. Let me see. Let me see. It doesn't no, cure can- lycanthropy. However, it renders you into an ordinary sleepy wolf. It did. Yeah. A lot of my. But I'm like, no, brain I swear to God, when you this. take Wolf's Bane, you become an ordinary wolf. That is why it is so prized and also why it's so expensive. Okay, so, so the Wolfsbane, she wrote, it restricted his transformation to that of an ordinary and sleepy wolf. Wolf. Yep. Well, I was wrong. From the author. I thought he was still a werewolf. But I mean, just I think by definition... But physical form. Well, sure. I mean, like, yeah, he still has lycanthropy, so yeah. he's still a werewolf. But if you take that, that's not what you turn into. You know what I mean? I bet he's a cute pooch. Yeah, absolutely. He's a cute pooch. He's a heckin' cute pooch. Heckin'. It's such All an right. amazing discovery, Continue the Wolfsbane potion, and why so many werewolves who can't work because they're a werewolf can't afford it because it's expensive. I wonder how you buy that, like, without you have like, to, having, like, a snapey snape, you know? Yeah, I know. I imagine that brewing it is, like, so intense. It's supposed to be really True. difficult. Yeah. Like, I can imagine it's 
very expensive, which is why a lot of werewolves cannot afford it because they have restrictions against them against because of umbrage, basically. So back to the Patronus, which is, in fact, a wolf, not a werewolf. Um, the Order of the Phoenix is using Patronuses to send messages. And we know this because Harry talks about how he saw Dumbledore do this. Um, and as they walk, Harry asks Tonks how she found him. And he says, I noticed you hadn't left the train and I knew you had the cloak. I thought you might be hiding for some reason. And when I saw the blinds were drawn down on that compartment, I thought I'd check. We then learn that Tonks is stationed at Hogsmeade, like semi-permanently as an Auror to give the school extra protection, along with three other Aurors who are Proudfoot, who obviously that is a last name. Um, but Proudfoot is a British witcher wizard who worked for the Auror office. We really, that's literally all we know. We think maybe she or he is related to Paloma Proudfoot, who is seen in Fantastic Beasts on the Magical Congress of the United States of America. Um, but other than that, I mean... It says, etymology, the name Proudfoot could possibly come from the Hobbit family of the same name in J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. It's also obviously very close to Padfoot, Sirius Black's nickname. So maybe it was just kind of, maybe she was running out of ideas for names. And she's like, <laughs> Padfoot, Proudfoot, sure. Hmm. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Um, what else? Also, Savage who I don't think that we really know anything else about either. Again, just a British witch or wizard who worked for the Aura office. Um, don't know anything beyond that. And absolutely no etymology or anything here. So quite literally all we know. And then last, Dawlish. So Dawlish we have heard of. Um, he was a British wizard who worked for the Aura office in the 90s. Dumbledore says that he's an excellent Auror and he accompanied Cornelius Fudge on assignments and also worked under Rufus Scrimger in Pious Thickness. During the course of the Second Wizarding War, however, Dawlish's powers were diminished somewhat as he was incapacitated and attacked quite frequently by Voldemort's side. Um, I believe that he was, like, confunded a couple of times. He didn't have a good go. So that is Dawlish. Um, Dolish the Order. <laughs> Can you hear you actually saying it? <laughs> yeah, that's all I think of too when I hear his name. <laughs> so deep. Um, so then the, I'm just going to read the last bit of this section. It says they trudged up the dark, deserted lane following the freshly made carriage tracks. Harry looked sideways at Tonks under his cloak. Last year, she had been inquisitive to the point of being a little annoying at times. She had laughed easily, she had made jokes. Now she seemed older and much more serious and purposeful. Was this all the effect of what had happened at the ministry? He reflected uncomfortably that Hermione would have suggested to say something consoling about Sirius to her, that it hadn't been her fault at all, but he couldn't bring himself to do it. He was far from blaming her for Sirius's death. 
It was no more her fault than anyone else's and much less than his. But he did not like talking about Sirius if he could avoid it. And so they tramped on through the cold night in silence, Tonks's long cloak whispering on the ground behind them. And ah. this makes me sad because like they could have had a good conversation. And She's I just and I know that people I know. And like he's and, and it's OK that he wasn't ready, obviously, to have the conversation. But like this just was a really good opportunity that had been presented to him that he just let pass. And I think that it would have been good for both of them. But it but is then it, it is. also would have dropped the whole relationship thing sooner. True. Of what she was actually upset about. Not that True. she isn't upset about. Sirius, but I think that if like Harry had started talking about Sirius, she would have just stayed focused on Sirius, maybe, you know? Mm. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm sure obviously that has to be that's partially something that is upsetting her you know yeah totally but ramus ramus yep yep oh ramus <sighs> yeah you know i'll have to really work hard to admit when he's wrong but i'll do it that's fine um so like we were talking about before harry had only traveled from hogsmeade station which apparently is not in hogsmeade to Hogwarts by boat or carriage, so he really didn't realize how far it was. Neither did I. I thought it was just like a pathway up to the castle. What do I know? Um, so by the time he saw the gates, he was so long. I know. By the time he saw the gates, he was super excited about it. He was cold, he was hungry, and he admits to himself he's really not too sad to say goodbye to this new gloomy tonks. Hmm. Um, but the gates are chained shut, so Harry like like it says he said it confidently he's like alohomora and obviously nothing happens and yeah. tonks isn't being very helpful here and she's like well that won't work because dumbledore himself bewitched these chains and harry does one of his like like you ever just harry says something and you're like yeah that's harry he's like he looks around he's like i could climb a wall <laughs> like, just made me laugh it's a freaking Gryffindor thing to say. <laughs> just climb the wall. You can't no stop me. <laughs> um, and Tonks still isn't being helpful. I get it. She's depressed. I don't think Harry is seeing it this way. He's just like, why are you being so, like, one, not talkative, two, very unhelpful. And she's like, yeah, no, you can't because there's anti-intruder jinx. Um, and she says security has been tightened a hundredfold this summer. So Harry's feeling a little bit annoyed because, like, can't you just tell me what's going on here? So he switches to sassy Harriet and goes, I suppose I'll just have to sleep out here and wait for morning. Um, so Tonks points out, she's like, you know, <laughs> chill out. Someone's coming down for you. Yeah, I mean, she sent she sent her Patronus. Right. So, like, why didn't he put two and two together? <laughs> He's probably still just raging, embarrassed from the train. Mm. Um, so Harry feels like he could endure Filch at this point because he's just like excited to get up to the castle, put what happened behind him until he actually sees who it is and feels a quote rush of pure loathing because it's good old Snapey Snape. Jeez. A rush of pure loathing. <laughs> I know. Um, Snape, of course, comments on how Harry's not in his school robes. And then like the author does this thing that me and Tiffany, I'm sure, just fell right for he, she makes him super sus, and he says, "There's no we no need to wait, Nymphadora. Potter is quite uh, safe in my hands. Like that's scary. You know what I mean? 
He's a bad guy. Right? (laughs) He's so bad. But I mean, like, when we were reading this for the first time, I, like, kind of thought he was. Totally. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was like, "Eh, no, don't. Yeah. (laughs) Don't go with him. Tonks, don't don't let him. him. Um, So Tonks is like, yeah, I meant that message to be for Hagrid. Um, But Snape says that Hagrid was late for the feast, so he took it. And he also says he was interested to see Tonks' new Patronus. Quote, I think you are better off with the old one. The new one looks weak. He is so mean. We all know how much I really want to call him a swear word. (laughs) Like bad. Let's call him a Richard. Like that is so mean. Yeah. And Harry catches a glimpse of Tonks' face. It's obviously shocked and angry. Um, But he tells her goodnight. Thanks for everything. They have to leave her behind. And at first, Snape doesn't say anything. Um, And from the book, Harry felt as though his body was generating waves of hatred so powerful that it seemed incredible that Snape could not feel them burning him. Like, he's already embarrassed. Now he has to be walked up to the school by Snape. He knows he's going to, like, have to endure some snide comments. And he just burned Tonks. Like, not okay. Um, So Harry thinks about how Snape had placed himself forever in Iraq of Iraq. Hold on irrevocably thank you the only reason i even know how to say that word at least in my head is because of twilight hey thanks uh beyond the possibility of <laughs> harry's forgiveness <laughs> by his attitude towards serious speaking of her i just saw she's engaged yeah. so congrats yes. to kristen stewart i know that you listen to us and that we're your favorite podcast that would be awesome. Thanks, Kate Stew. I I love my phone call. i'm a fan <laughs> so in harry's eyes it doesn't matter he's not going to forgive snape purely just because of how he treated Sirius. He had time to think over the summer and he literally thinks whatever Dumbledore says, I pretty much think that Snape's snide comments to Sirius about staying safe and hidden while the rest of the Order of the Phoenix was risking their lives was a real driving factor as to why Sirius came rushing to the ministry to save Harry. Is that is that true? You know, maybe a contributing factor, not the sole factor. Um, but Harry clings Listen. to that. Everybody is in control of their own actions. Yes? Right. Yes. You control you is what I like to tell my first graders. You control you. Now, do outside forces push you to make choices? Absolutely. So (laughs) did Snape help Sirius in his being essentially locked up after being locked up? No, he did not help at all. But in the end... Sirius made choices as well. Right. Right. But for Harry, and like, I think we're all guilty of doing this in some aspect. If you're not, I'm jealous. Um, Harry clings to it because, hey, blaming Snape, kind of satisfying. Yeah. Easy. Easy, satisfying. Um, And this is sad, though, and I really don't blame Harry for this at all. It says, and also because he knew that if anyone was not sorry that Sirius was dead, it was the man now striding next to him in the darkness. So, like, as if Harry didn't yeah. not get along enough with Snape, that is that sentence is 1,000% true. And it's just sad, like, for Harry to have to endure that. It hurts my heart. Yeah. Well, it's just going to get no, worse. Oh, God, good. Let's hear it. <laughs> well, immediately, Snape's being or Richard, and he takes 50 points away from Harry for being late, and then another 20 points because he's in his muggle attire, a.k.a. not his school robes. 
then of course he makes a comment about it how it's probably like the first time that a house is going to be starting like the year in the negative before like it even started because like the feast is going on basically like as they speak like nothing's happened yet like kids are getting sorted right and Gryffindor's already losing um and so instead of telling snape instead of telling Snape like what happened Harry just stays silent and this is something like I totally get it's like you're not gonna believe me why waste my breath and like he also I think knows that like Snape wants a reaction out of him and he's not giving it to him so like Harry's like I thinking like he'd rather still be on the train immobile than talk to Snape and give him anything instead of course Snape being Snape continues taunting Harry saying that he must have wanted to have like a big entrance he's like no there's no fly card this time for you to make a dramatic entrance um yeah he just always says these things about Harry and that's so James and it's not Harry and it makes me mad yes Harry's not like that Harry doesn't ruffle his hair Harry doesn't play with the golden snitch and make you know Ron pee his pants for being so excited about it like Wormtail did like it's just it's so sad that he's just putting all of this yeah. on Harry and he's making himself continue to hate him. Uh, yeah. Hate it. These people are stunted in their lives, really. Yeah, Megan. I like what Vinny said in the chat, how he just noticed the parallel between Harry arriving at Hogwarts with Snape and Harry going after him when Snape leaves through the ground. Dang. At the end. Oh, full circle. I love that. Very I love nice. that. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice, husband. <laughs> My <laughs> wife. <laughs> um, so reading from the book, it says, still Harry remained silent, though he thought his chest might explode. He knew that Snape had come to fetch him for this, for the few minutes when he could needle and torment Harry without anyone else listening. They reached the castle steps at last, and as the great oaken front door swung open into the vast flagged entrance hall, a burst of talk and laughter and of um, tinkling I don't like that <laughs> word tinkling plates and glasses greeted them through the door standing open into the great hall Harry wondered whether he could slip his invisibility cloak back on thereby gaining his seat at the long Gryffindor table which inconveniently was the furthest from the entrance hall without being noticed as though he had read Harry's mind however Snape said no cloak you can walk in so that everyone sees you which is what you wanted I'm sure which again like why would you even say you're not allowed to use your cloak? I'm sure you wanted everyone to see, like, knowing that Harry, like, stop it. Like, Harry doesn't want to be the center of attention. Never asked for it. You know, I think he'd rather have his parents than be the chosen one. But, you know, what do I know? <laughs> so Harry goes into the Great Hall. He's, like, walking towards his table. He's kind of trying to walk fast. And in the book, it's kind of describing, like, kind of what the Great Hall looks like a little bit basically saying like there's you know the four long tables there's one for each house at the top of the hall um i have a song now stuck in my head that i'm trying not to sing at the top of the hall there's like the staff table where obviously the staff members are sitting in there's floating candles that decorate the hall harry's rushing to sit down he like it's noticed that like i think it's specifically said like hufflepuff students are like standing to like look at him but like i'm sure they're not the only ones because they all want to get a look at the chosen one right um so he finds his friends and he squeezes in between ron and hermione so ron then goes to ask him like he goes to say like where have you been but like he stops because then he switches saying what happened to your face and harry's like what do you mean and he like looks at himself in a spoon which don't do because depending on which way you look you're not going to look right anyways because it's concave right 
Anyways, he looks at himself in the spoon and then he sees like what he's talking about. And Hermione's like, dude, you're covered in blood. And then he uses the spell Trigio to get rid of the blood. Yeah. To Hermione or Tiffany. I almost called oh, you Hermione. My compliments. Um, I just think in Sarah, I hope you get this. Then family guy, when they go to see Phantom of the Opera, Peter just yells at the stage. Let's see the gross half of your face. <laughs> I've never freaking... seen um, Family Guy a day Shut in my up. life. No, it's true though. I have seen that. Let's I know what you're see talking the gross about. Half of your face. <laughs> um, and so I looked up that um, spell on the internet, Sergio, and according, mm-hmm. yeah. It's the wiping spell, Turgio, which was the incantation of a cleaning spell used to siphon liquids such as blood, dust, or grease, which is funny because dust isn't a liquid, um, and it's used to clean objects. <laughs> That's news to me. Um, it says, like, known uses. So, December 24th, 1997... Harry uses it to remove the dust from photographs while at Bethilda Bagshot's home. Ron Weasley uses it July 29th, 1997. He uses it to siphon grease off of a handkerchief for Hermione Granger. Hermione uses it on September 1st, 1996. used to remove the dried blood off of Harry's face. Um, I don't know if this one, what this is about. Uh... Some called Fantastic Beasts cases from the Wizarding World, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Some lady used it in that. I wonder if that's like one so of the whoever. books that came out pertaining to it or something. And eh, who knows? It doesn't have a specific date, just as the 21st century. Um, the etymology of it in the Latin verb um, tergir, maybe, mm-hmm. means to rub off, wipe off, wipe dry, wipe clean, cleanse. It's got a lot of meanings, yeah. I guess. And that's that um so then harry asks how his nose looks and hermione says normal and she wants to know like what happened they were very worried about their friend and harry's kind of like aware that uh they're not alone and that there's people listening and it even points out that like you know neville's listening jenny's listening and i don't know if he really would care too much no maybe jenny he wouldn't care but like neville he might feel some type of way but like dean and seamus are there but also nearly headless nicks like Wobbling sneaking closer around. to like what if he like you know trying to, head off trying to catch what he says imagine how fast that would He's spread like, let me listen in with huh? nick imagine how um, fast that would spread with nick he'd probably tell everyone oh like, my god everybody it's like gilmore girls when and, uh paris sees lorelei and max kissing in the school she tells one table and then all of a sudden like the whole cafeteria is in an uproar about it it would be that fast <laughs> So he notices these humans are, you know, well, and ghosts are listening in. So he tells her that they will talk later. And she, like, tries to be like, but... And he's like, no, like, we will talk later. And he kind of... It's, like, mentioned, like, the way that he... I don't know if I'd say changes his voice, but, like, the tone of it, he was, like, trying to be, like, serious and, like, convey, like, hey, this is, like, Death Eater stuff we got to talk about. (laughs) Um because really he's hoping that she's going to understand like the significance of his voice change. And he's also expecting that Malfoy is going to be telling everyone like what happened, uh, because he's like, that's what Malfoy does. He likes to like 
be big man on campus and be like, hey, I did this. Mm-hmm. Um, and but he's just like hoping that it's not going to be reaching like any of the Gryffindor's ears or like at least not many of them. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> and then he goes to like reach across Ron to like finally grab some food. And just before he can, it disappears uh, and it's replaced with all of the different puddings they're going to have for dessert. Is he know he knows where the kitchens are at this point. I mean, he could have went and grabbed a snack. He could have. They'd have fed him. Dobby's there. For now. <laughs> and that's that's the end that's of it. That's the end of part one. Da-da. There's like no Gryffindors in this chat. So I assume we got fourth. <laughs> Wait, we got the lightning bolt round first. Yeah, yeah the lightning bolt round can change I it. Let me pull these. I suppose. Let's pool these. <laughs> First question is from Kayla. What nonverbal spell would you be sure to master first? Akio. Akio. Hands Jeez, down. We're, all of us are always, or we usually all say Akio. Um, Avada Kedavra. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, let me think. You Let's know that the answer is Akio, Tiffany. It's Akio. I want it to be something All of us new. are lazy. All of us are lazy. I would probably do, um, like, aguamanti. water, So yeah. I can always make sure that, like, I'll have water with me because sometimes I get nervous that, like, I'll get thirsty. You What's know? the uh, incantation for fiend fire? <laughs> oh, my God. You like it hot, scum? <laughs> Super fire. Uh, probably. I would I'm like aguamanti because then I wouldn't Akio. have to carry a watering can to go water my plants. Yeah, you could just like, mm. or like water yourself. You could just squirt some water in your mouth. Hydrated. Oh my God. Would it be filtered? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I wonder though if you could like make, like, does it always come out like lukewarm? I hope you want not. yours I hope like, so. Could you make it like hot or could you make it cold? Room you know? I bet you can change it. What's Latin for hot and cold? Just add it in. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I'm sure that would work. <laughs> because like I would hate. I don't like drinking. Oh my god, Expelliarmus! And then you could just like have things flying out of people's hands all willy nilly. <laughs> I like drinking very cold water. So that's why Alana always steals her water. Yeah, because it's always ice cold. I'm like, why do you like my water so much? Because it's cold. I love cold okay. water. I drink more when it's room temperature, though. Ugh. Sorry, just don't like it. Next question. I mean, if I have to, obviously, I need water to survive because I'm mostly made up of it. Um, I don't know if you know that about me. I but... almost said something, and then I was like, this is a <laughs> podcast, so don't say that loud. Um... Kayla, you asked so many questions. Kayla, if you were Harry in this situation, paralyzed on the train under an invisibility cloak, who would you want to find you? A hot single man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, what happened? That's what I get. Did you break That's it? That's what I get. No. Okay, good. No, I just dropped okay. it. <laughs> it. Makes a weird sound. <laughs> I mean, her, I'm sorry. Hermione was speaking cool. of water. <laughs> Are we talking Harry Potter world or like anybody and everybody? I would assume Harry Potter. 
Franco uh, Remus. Luna again? Like the movie? <laughs> Remus, Katie? Yeah. Remus isn't there. I would always Remus be okay with me. Remus finding me. We know. I believe you mean a woo. A woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other answers or shall we move on? Yeah, we can move on. Katie asks, do you think Tonks would have told Harry about Remus in this moment had he opened up to her? Nope. Say it again. Do you think that Tonks would have told Harry about Remus had he like started a conversation with her? That she loves him? Well, no. I mean, like talked no. about it, like how he finds out later, you know? Uh, I don't know. I don't think that they're know. on that she level. Was, no, they're not there yet. Plus, it wasn't. <sighs> it's probably hard for her to talk about. Did they ever get there? Because she like dies pretty soon. Yikes. What do you mean? What do you mean? I like, mean, do they ever? She has like a year and a half. Do they ever get time. there with their relationship? I don't really know if I ever consider Tonks and Harry like. Oh, with Harry, well, like Biffles. Um, I don't know. When she shows up at the the Dursley, she's all like, eh, "Checking out my ring," you know. True. She's happy. I think she would be more. I mean, these are they're war times. These are different times. You know what I mean? I think that they could have gotten there, but you know, she's dead. So these are war times. These are dark times. There's no denying. I don't mean there to laugh because no it's so denying. true. It is. Things are different. Oh, we added lukewarm Very water different. to Megan's list of undesirables. Thank you. I really, truly do not like lukewarm water. Oh I my God. That. I read my name on you that can list. Add me. And I was like, she doesn't me? like me either. Oh my God. Uh, <sighs> The next question, did anybody have anything else about Tonks and Harry? Uh-uh, no. Kim asks, do you think if Snape was actually against Harry that he would have tried to harm him on Hogwarts grounds? No, no. that's dumb. He's not that's that stupid. Dumb. <laughs> he may be a Richard, but he's not dumb. He's not a dummy. Not a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> And last question comes from Moon Moon Prime, a.k.a. Brandon. <laughs> Would Lord. you rather be a vampire, werewolf, or ghost? I got this. Well, what? You can't say cat. Well, <laughs> it's not an option. First of all, always a cat. <laughs> Second, <laughs> I think I want to be a werewolf because ghost Ooh. means you died and that's sad. Mm-hmm. Vampire. <laughs> I would not want to be a vampire. That's hard. No. Vampire. You have to suck the blood out of something. Therefore, you could killing sparkle. it. Right. Ghost. You. Know, but Ghost I don't know you if you necessarily to kill something. That's true. I would be afraid that I would kill things because I would crave the blood. But if I'm a werewolf, I can at least like padlock myself in somewhere and do the best and control over my thing. condition that I can do to not harm others. Yeah, yeah. it's like treatable. Like yeah. being a ghost, manageable. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, but like realistically, I, everyone is gonna die one day. I'd be a ghost, and then I'd just scare the snot I, out of people. Tiffany, you and I could go ghosting together, <laughs> and you know what? I'm very good at ghosting, so <laughs> basically, Randy, I'm one. <laughs> I just like go in there. Boom. <laughs> I would pick werewolf because yeah, I think that it's like the easiest man. 
the most manageable while still having like a normal life. I would really miss food if I was a ghost. I love food. Like a normal afterlife. We've got moldy stuff. I can float through. I miss food. (laughs) No. (laughs) I wouldn't want to be a ghost. Dad be a ghost. Just ghosting around. A ghost? A ghost. I'd be the ghostest with the most. Yeah, I don't want to sparkle. You don't want to sparkle? Nah. I don't either. I almost said a swear. Well. I want to sparkle. But in ghost form. (laughs) 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 Are there any more? This seems fishy that Slytherin truly has zero points. How's how do they have zero? How did that happen? I don't know, but needs to have zero. Ravenclaw wins with two seventy. Hufflepuff second with two ten. Gryffindor third with ten. Where's the where's the other Gryffindor in here? Show yourself. <laughs> There's a couple. They said it's literally only Vinny. Wow. Is the only oh, Slytherin. No, no, no. Rosie's here. No. Okay. I, I will, I will say this about Slytherin me and my Ravenclaw. I've done nothing in the chat except to respond to one thing. Yeah, but like so. we don't really have a lot of say in it anymore because it was too distracting. <laughs> so we That's just kind true. of let it do its thing now. Slytherins would think things are fishy Raven. because they're common rooms under the lake. Ugh. <laughs> Katie. Oh, fish too. Well, Is that on the list? Congratulations. Uh, I love to eat them. <laughs> is it on the list? I it is. When Alana is. was little, okay, she would be like, we don't eat fish, Sasa. And they'd be like, yeah, we do. I do. So now Blech. she knows that sharks and Sasa eat fish. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, that is... Yeah, that's it. So we're on fan story. Congrats, Ravenclaw. Congrats, Ravenclaw. You say it with such disdain. Uh, I just we have like won, my friends, finally. <laughs> As would any head of house of their house. All right. Thank. Speaking of fish, this oh, fan no. story comes from Carly Sharky. Oh, you're kidding. Not I've like always like that segue to her last name. Seriously. I'm just saying. Carly, I truly have always thought your last name was so cool. Um, she sent in her story October 2020. She says, hi, friends. Mm. I was first introduced to Harry Potter when I was in sixth grade. So around 1998, 1999 time frame. I was always an avid reader throughout my childhood and my elementary school librarian knew this. If I finished my classwork early, my teacher would let me go to the school library and pick out a book to read. Our librarian, Mrs. Henry, was my favorite person at school. She loved to save new library books and show them to me. That's awesome. That's super cool. I still remember the first day I saw Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone in in a new book display in the school library. I was immediately drawn to Mary Grandpre's cover design. All I could think was look at this kid with his goofy glasses and crazy hair. And what's with the three-headed dog? I needed to know more about him. I wanted to be his friend. It was my dream to go to boarding school and throughout my adolescence and teenage years and beyond, if I'm being honest, I would escape to Hogwarts when I couldn't leave my bedroom. I eagerly awaited the new releases. The seventh book was released the weekend of my friend's 20th birthday. I reserved copies for us at Walden's Books. Walden Books, throwback to 2007. I think that's where I got. Is that where we got the seventh or the sixth? I can't remember. Maybe Was it Walden or Borders? No, we went to Walden. Was it? Together, yeah. 
It's like good old Parmatown. Right. Shout out to our Northeast Ohioans <laughs> who know Parmatown. It doesn't even look like that anymore. It doesn't exist anymore. Um, and we spent her entire birthday weekend at her parents' cabin reading the Deathly Hollows together in silence and sobbing our heads off. Everyone else thought we were insane, but it was awesome. I've since bought every single Harry Potter book and movie I can get my hands on. I've been to the Wizarding World at Universal in LA and the Warner Brothers Studio Tour at Leaves and Studios in London. I will make it to right. Universal in Orlando one day. I'm not a podcast person. In fact, this is the first and only podcast I've ever really listened to. Aww. You all have made some connections that I haven't, but I've got some theories and whatnot. So if you're ever looking for a fifth cast member, holler at your girl. In all seriousness, thank you so much for all the work you do on the podcast and in the Swish and Flick community. When I became a patron and got into Discord, I felt like I'd finally found my people. Hogwarts will always be there to welcome us home, and it is 100% real for us. Thank you for being a light in the darkness. You are appreciated more than you know. Much love, Carly Sharkey. P.S. I'm a hardcore Ravenclaw with minor Hufflepuff tendencies. Woohoo! Minor woohoo! My wand is chestnut wood with a phoenix feather core. 11 inches and unyielding flexibility and my patronus is a deer hound Ooh, that's cool bless you god bless a deer sorry sneezed what's that look like it's um it's a some kind of a pooch the big doggy oh i know it's like the irish wolf hounds basically they look it's like the same thing this one picture is so silly but carly gosh they are huge they're like gentle giants i love them Thank you so much for your story. I yeah. love like I can feel your love of Potter just like through your yes. hearts. I love it. I hope also, you get to Universal. I know. Also yeah. Walden books. Love Walden books. And shout out to cool teachers slash libra- librarians slash some sort of role model in your life that just like reached out and encourages you to read. Yeah, encourage your passion in I something. Love, that. love it. Go read. Go read. Speaking of reading, I'm a cool teacher. I'm gonna tell my mom you said that to me, so that she can't yell at you. She can't get mad. Tell yeah. her that a teacher told you you had to. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of reading, here's my joke. Are are reading the Potter books necessary? They're hairy necessary. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <You're> welcome. <sighs> I have jokes about being tired. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I didn't look, look up that up. Jokes. I forgot. Oh, jeez. Okay. I was going to say, I forgot. I'm like, there was a joke. I'm like, I was supposed to look. I'm like, I don't remember. What, <sighs> what are, <laughs> what are the most tired letters of the alphabet? Big Z and little Z. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah, see, because. I was going to say I. <laughs> I mm-hmm. am tired. <laughs> what do sheep count to fall asleep? Uh, People. Oh my God. Oh. Uh, trying to think of anything else. If there's... What do you call a sleepy car? Tired or exhausted? I was say, isn't there, aren't there cars called like Z series or something? That would be funny. Mm. What time do ducks get up? The quack of dawn. Quack of dawn. Why did the duck go to the chiropractor? Chiro chiropractor to get its back quacked. Quacked. 
Give me another one. What's a duck's favorite taco topping? Quackamole. Quackers. Quackamole. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Make sure that you follow your hosts on social media. Myself and Katie are on Instagram at the Petrus Family. Tiffany's on Instagram at Tiffswish underscore flick. And Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's. Got my bell back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what am I doing, you ask? Well, let me tell you. Thank you for asking. I started reading Throne of Glass. I don't know what I talked about on the last episode, but I'm on chapter 13. I really like it so far. It's pretty good. And... I also got the expansion pass for Nintendo Switch, which got me the 64 games. And so, of course, I started Ocarina of Time and I'm on the Forest Temple. (laughs) But I was like super happy with just like my muscle memory in getting the first three spiritual stones. Like it just... Boom, 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 boom. Went through them. So I'm really excited to play that game because it makes me happy. And that's pretty much it. Living life. Um, I surprised my wife with her best friend my for girl. a belated birthday present. Um, Chrissy called me like literally last week and was like, so I was thinking of coming down and surprising Katie. And I was like, oh, okay. Thinking that this would be like, I don't know, after the holidays. And then she's like, I'm thinking of coming Monday. Would that be okay? And I was like, you mean like November 1st? <laughs> she's like, yeah. And I was like, well, okay. I mean, actually I'm off on Tuesday and Wednesday. So that works out nice. Um, oh my gosh. So yeah, we had so much fun. We went to Food and Wine Festival. We took her to some of our favorite spots in Winter Garden. We got dinner at our favorite place at Disney. It was a good time. We got pizza at Via Napoli, which is the best pizza in Florida because they import the water from Italy and they don't use gross, sick, nasty Florida water for their dough. Sick, nasty and Florida water. It was fun. I don't know what else you're going to talk about, but go for it. Well, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> Get yourself a spouse like my wife, because my wife, because that was super Ta-da. cool. I don't think anyone's ever done anything like that before. And I was like, just really shocked, really surprised. And we had an awesome couple days. It so. did make saying goodbye easier knowing that we were going to be up in Cleveland yes. in two weeks, though. Yeah. Like, I would. So, I mean, like, I'm obviously upset that she went home, but like, I was like, it's fine. I'm going to see her soon. It's fine. Um, but yeah, that was really awesome. Um, the only other thing I'm doing is I'm running a 10K in two days. Yeah, you are. I mean, that's no big deal, Katie. God. No big deal. <laughs> MBD. I run those every it's day. Like whatever, you know? But I'm excited. I'm getting pumped I up. I do that we on my lunch. Right. <laughs> right. Um, we went to like the little expo thing today. So like that's where you pick up your shirt and your bib and get all jazzed up for it. 
I bought her the finisher shirt for the 10K so that I can give it to her whenever she crosses the finish line. I like almost got all teared up when he said that. I was like, okay. What are you wearing for the race? Um, I know I have a go naked. Okay. Oh well, they do give you <laughs> a shirt, which is right cool, on. like an athletic shirt. Yeah, for like with an actual like shirt for the race, like the logo for the race and stuff on it. And right now, would it, you call it a shirty shirt? Yeah, it's supposed to rain. Oh, so don't we'll fall. See what happens. You know, battle scars. Can we talk fine. about where you're running through though, which is kind of cool. So like she starts in Magic Kingdom's parking lot, runs to Hollywood Studios, runs through Hollywood Studios, runs to Epcot, runs through Epcot and finishes in the Epcot parking lot. I run through Hollywood? Yeah. You know, I love how I I don't even know. I'm Look at the run. dang map I took your picture next to today. <laughs> You weirdo. <laughs> Kate, Katie's like, I'm just going to follow everybody. Right. I'm just going to follow the signs. Um, um, oh, do you want to tell everybody uh, how about your journey taking Chrissy to the airport today? Oh, geez. Yeah, I went the I thought I went the wrong way. I really just missed the exit. <laughs> she then... drove 50 minutes out of the way. <laughs> no, 30. <laughs> like 20 to 30 out of the way. <laughs> but it should have taken 20 minutes to get there. It took 50. Yeah, it took a really Goodness. long time. But, but Chrissy made it to her gate with plenty of time. It was fine. I'm kind of sad I missed this. I was my at work. own schedule. It was fine. Oh and God. I was like, were you like just... freaking out? No, because like Chrissy was there. So I could early. Just, yeah, I was just like, can you just put this okay. in the GPS and. She wasn't freaking out, so I wasn't freaking out because, like, I can change my plans that I had for the rest of the day, but, like, <laughs> she can't miss her flight. <laughs> right. So as long as I she mean, was she cool. Could. It's not like she has to pay for hotel, right? Right. She's like, if I miss a flight, it's fine. I don't have to go home. It's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so chill. Love yeah. it. But, yeah. Life's been exciting. Unexpectedly exciting this week. Earlier than, you know, it was going to be already. Yeah, I was like, that's going to be a packed week because we got the the races. The Brookharts are in town this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chrissy they are. came. Yeah. But I'm excited. So there may be many pictures of me just completely rain-soaked running. I can't wait. It's going to be here great. For it. Oh, but what I'm wearing is I have Oogie Boogie shorts, and then I'll probably wear the shirt they gave me because it's going to be a little cool. chilly there early, and it's long sleeve. It's a long sleeve, like athletic shirt though, so yeah. it's like water chilly. wicking and stuff. What's chilly? The low is 54 with rain. 54 and rain sucks. It's gonna be a little cold. <laughs> no matter where you're at, that sucks. <laughs> well, maybe you'll get lucky, and the forecast will change. I hope so. Hopefully, I'm it checking it religiously. Still two days away. Yeah. yeah. But that's it. That's it. <laughs> That's all, That's folks. Sasa. I'm not doing anything. Proceeds to tell us a million things she's doing. No, I know <laughs> from the last year recorded, I read a million books. I just don't know what they were. Um, I'm just really tired. I've been doing work was literally insane. And then I got called to do jury duty. So that's pretty much all I can say about that. Because I was selected to be on a jury. And let me tell you, I've never done it before. And I'm tired. Um, and that's literally all I've done this week. I have I have not spent this amount of time with so many people. Maybe ever. Or maybe it's been literal years. 
um, and having that much social interaction. It's very exhausting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've only read, I say that I've only read two books this month, but it is, you know, the fourth. So that does seem like I read a lot. <laughs> God, you're outrageous. But if I, if I wasn't doing dirty duty, I probably would have finished like two more books. <laughs> That's probably a lie, but maybe one more you know. book. Trying to think of like what I did read. Well, what did you read the past four um, days? Um, <laughs> books that are not okay. <laughs> they're they're for adults. <laughs> they were fine. They weren't like. Let's just know, were they Kindle Unlimited books? Anything. Um, I think they both yeah, were, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean anything bad. No, though. it just means that they um, can get a little wild <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean some of them yes uh, yeah um <laughs> i don't know have i talked about shadow in the ember is that what it's called that's that's like the and so it just came out in october i think um and it's like the prequel kind of well i guess not kind of it is like a prequel to from blood and ash which I read at the beginning of the year. And that was, that's three books so far. And there's at least one or two more coming out. Um, but I really like that series. So I got the, the prequel, which is shadow in the ember, um, which is about like Nikdos and her name is Sarah. Well, the main character's name is Serafina, but they call her Sarah. Um, and I liked it. There were some aspects that I felt were very like much copied from from Blood and Ash. Mm-hmm. But overall, I really liked it. And I'm excited for more books in that. I think that one's supposed to be a trilogy. I have no idea because I think for the from Blood and Ash was supposed to be a trilogy. And now I think someone said there's like two more books coming out. So like there definitely is a fourth one. And I think there's like a fifth or a sixth. One. I don't I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, but I like them. And then I read um, The Magicians of Venice, I think is what it's called. So, like, that's a series, which is all right. I'm on the, there's only three books in that. Um, but that's that's good. Easy reads. They were quick. And that's my life. Currently, I cannot wait to not wake up at 530 in the morning to drive downtown tomorrow. Because I don't have to be there till 1. Oof. So, yeah, that's my life. Sounds exciting. Jury duty, man. Is it jury though? duty? Jury duty. Blackmail. Chain letter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's literally what I thought about when I found out I got jury duty. You know what we're talking about? Petruses. The yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey took me a minute. Yes. He's throwing the mail. Yeah, jury yeah, yeah. Jury yeah. duty. <laughs> And it was it was just my luck. It landed. I literally said to them on Tuesday when I was at work, I'm like, honestly, with the day I had on Monday, it was awful. I was like, I'd rather have jury duty. Um, And then I was like, just watch. I'm like, because I worked Monday and Tuesday and didn't have to go in. I'm like, they're going to call me. I'm going to call on Tuesday night and they're going to have me come in on Wednesday. And I was selected to go in on Wednesday and then selected again (laughs) to be part of a jury. So. 
I have things the, saved the up in my back, back pocket to say to try to get out of jury duty if I get called. Oh my god. I'm I'm surprised that I was picked. But whatever. I'm just gonna be like, I'm a teacher I mean, it's be not, nice. It's not to horrible. Me. I just I just wish that I wasn't so tired and I get headaches really easily. So that has been like the worst part of it, um, was just dealing with my head killing me. Yeah. So um but I I mean it's unfortunate that I'm very used to having headaches. Um so Yeah. Yeah. Also, I bought book dust jackets for books I don't own. So then I had to buy them and spend a hundred dollars. So today did I on books that I already own, but not hard. What covers did you so. get? I bought the Throne of Glass ones from the Nerdy Ink. I bought the Akatar and Harry Potter ones from Nerdy Ink. <laughs> oh. I didn't love the Akatar. Oh, ones, I like the typeface so. a, a lot. Set of the Harry like Potter. the um, the handwriting yeah. that they did. Yes, I like that for Throne of Glass. I didn't love it for Court of Thorns and Roses. I don't. I don't, so, I don't yeah. buy. I already those. own two <laughs> book covers for those books. So, and I only have one set of hardbacks. So. God knows I don't need any more for that guitar. I also really want the ones from Juniper. Juniper books. I want the Harry Potter ones from there. Yeah. Book jackets. Because books. I'm actually about to buy another book on Barnes and Noble because I want the lore Olympus, I think is what it's called. I saw that at the bookstore. It looks really cool. Webtoon. Yeah. I'm a sucker for anything Hades and Persephone, so yeah, that's my life. All right, what is this for, ducks? <laughs> Quacks and qualifiers. I don't know. <laughs> what is this for, duck? This episode gets three quacks. Thank you. You could do ducks and the word with the. Not Ducks Ducks and Richards. For Ducks and Richards. (laughs) Okay. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. (gasps) Amazing! Just in my voice! I love ducks. (laughs) (laughs) I like ducks. The clown of the duck! Are you ready? Are you ready to start? I seriously was like, oh my god, am I wrong? Oh my god. I know. It made me question everything. Question your whole freaking life. I did. A lot of my... But I'm like, no. I was doing doing an asterisk and then I tried parentheses and then I tried the brackets and I'm like, what is doing these are some nerdy things that you're saying i know all right i tried an asterisk (laughs) bye swishers